This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's a night show. And welcome to another edition of the 7th Inning Stretch here. I'm with you late July, Brian Johnson, my co-host with me, Josh Edwards, will probably be joining me a little bit later in the show until he does. I got Brian, the main man, Johnson. Johnson, you're with me on a rare baseball episode here, the 7th Inning Stretch. We got a lot to get into, my friend. We got... We're right here at the trade deadline, August 1st, division races. There's tons of uh, divisions within two games here. Then we're going to get into our some, maybe some sleeper teams to possibly uh, that could possibly win the World Series, as well as a former MVP that's absolutely on fire. How are you doing tonight? Good. Uh, we're looks like we're going to get into the, to the dog days of summer. So that's, that's when it gets interesting for baseball because the races start. I think the true teams – get to the get to the top of the divisions and the pretenders start falling down. Well, you get to start to fade a little bit. We separate the men from the boys, Johnson. Is that the Rudy speech? We're ready for that a little bit. <laughs> no, no doubt. We'll get into that. Well, uh, like I said, we'll kind of touch on uh, all, pretty much all the division races as well. So we appreciate anybody tuning in here on 7th Inning Stretch here. Got to shout out our guys here. Uh, my guy's uh, Ryan tuning in. Uh, he's a Chicago fan out there. Uh, his last name is kind of like Roan Garter. It's not Roan Garter. It's like it's, but I always feel like I'm gonna mess it up like that manager did. So that's kind of what I just call. I was gonna call him Ryan for that. He's a Cubs I, fan. I, so I want to see. I want him to see if see him throw a ball from the outfield to the exactly. catcher. Exactly. No, but he's a great guy. But he, he's been he retweeted our stuff day later. We've had other conversations before this. And uh, we're gonna get we'll get it definitely talk about his guy Bellinger a little bit later there, but I give him a bad time because I can't say his last name for worth a darn. There, got a shout out on my guy Doug there also at House Agenda Brandon, as well over at Variety Sports Network and our guys over at uh, Far End of the Bench and Out of Your Falcon Mind. Be sure to turn into those podcasts as well over at Variety Sports Network. Uh, Brian, let's get this thing going here. Seventh inning stretch here. All right, before we get into division races, like, all right, there's only, what was it, like four games today at all? And then Otani was involved in two of them. All right, he goes right away with it. And he, in the first game, he ends up going nine innings. All right, gives up one, one hit and gets the win. The second game, he ends up getting two home runs. He does live, leave with cramps, though, Brian. He does leave with a little case of the cramps. No shock if you're pitching as much as he is. Uh, what's your thoughts here on uh, just Otani in general and, like, how – I mean, what we're seeing from this guy, man, is like just out of this world. In a doubleheader, nobody would be able to throw nine innings and then the next game go out and hit two home runs and lead your team to two wins like that. It just doesn't happen like that. Yeah, I'm sure the heat didn't help out here. I'm sure he's dehydrated from that. <laughs> he was in Michigan. He was in Detroit, Michigan. He was in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's probably why the Angels shut down the trade rumors and they said we're going to stick with Otani because this guy's just a he's a monster. I mean, he's just an trade. unbelievable player. Yeah, you can't do it. So. Do you think it's smart that the Angels went all are going in and now they trade end up trading for G. Lito today? Do you think it's smart that they ended up doing that? What, yeah, I mean, what, like would there? you have gotten enough to really – um, I think it's I think it's good that they didn't get rid of him because I think there would have been backlash if they would have gotten traded him somewhere else. So I think yeah, you have to justify what you're going to get to trade him. 
would they have had to take those signs off the flagpoles out there? That was part of it. They would have had to remove a lot of those. Johnny yeah, exactly. out there. You can't trade the guy. Whatever, we'll get we'll, to maybe Giolito a little bit more, but you can't be – I don't know. The one thing with the Angels is, like, their decisions they've made at the trade deadline recently, Brian, is not good history. They haven't – like, it's never really worked out for them in any way possible. They haven't been able to make, like, any moves that have really, like, worked out for it. Uh, Adam, our guy Adam tuned in. Trade him to the Rangers. I, would you gave up Jug? Would you gave him Josh Jug for? Would you? Would you willing to give that up, Mister Josh Jug? There, he's a beast, though. I just got to say that about him. Uh, no doubt about it. All right, Brian, let's get in to the division races. They're really heating up here as we get to it. Let's go to the AL West. Is there a rivalry brewing between the Astros and the Rangers? A little bit. Is there yeah, a little? Yeah. Is there a little rivalry going there now? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, they've been getting in brawls, and it seems like there's like a little heated thing going on between the teams, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who what team, you know, makes the push at the end. Uh, Simeon seemed pretty excited about the win. He was, I think, he a little yeah. uh, in your face. Uh, yes, after that home run uh, yesterday, Garcia gets into it with the catcher yesterday after the home run. I'm hoping there maybe is a little rivalry. I'd like to see that in baseball. You know, it's too bad it's whatever, not our age in the ALS, but it's nice that there's two teams at least like that maybe hate each other. I mean, the, the Rangers have the Astros have such a stranglehold on that division. It's literally going to be somebody taking it from them. They're not going to just give it to you. That's why they only hold it. That's why they're only down two games. And I guess our friend Adam here, I guess he would be a little nervous as well. See what he's got to go here. He says the Astro players and their fans are a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's I think it's time to get another team to win the AOS except the Astros. I think everybody's getting a little tired of them. Yeah, but can they hold them off realistically? Okay, like I'm serious, right? Dusty Baker, he's got the veteran team, Bregman, Altuve, Alvarez has been out a while. You know, they still have solid pitching, Johnson. I mean, yes, the Rangers are very dangerous offensively. Gray's been a little bit more inconsistent this year than I was expecting. The Rangers, DeGrom obviously is out for the season. Can they hold on for two more months? You said the dog days are coming. Can they hold on for the next you know, 50 days here to hold on to a two-game lead? This is crunch time here. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to come down to the wire. So, I mean, it's going to come down to the, the last week of the season, I think. So you think it's – well, I agree it's going to come down to the last part of the season, but I think Bochi could be a part of it for the Rangers as well. He seems – obviously that he has three World Series rings. We know that with the, with them as well. It'll be interesting with the Rangers. If they can do something at the trade deadline, you know, Brian, that maybe can take them over the top if they make a big, big acquisition and they make something that kind of like – I don't know, that maybe like kind of surprises us in some regards that, that we're not expecting uh, – that takes them over the top. I don't see them doing it because they invested so much in DeGrom and other, and other guys like that, but we'll be curious to see what they do uh, at the deadline for sure. Um, all right. We can stay with that as well, but what do you think as well with, um, we got the, 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 right now the division leaders are, we got the Rangers, the twins, the Orioles, the Dodgers, the Braves, they respectively lead the divisions right now. What team are you most confident in that will, uh, other than the Braves that will hold on to this lead? Um, I would probably say the, the Orioles, just cause I think they're going to get better as the season at the end of the season. Cause, cause they have a lot of depth 
And I just think the they Orioles do. are a good team. And they have even more teams coming. That's the yeah. thing. They have even more guys coming to, uh, next year. I think the AL Central is a coin flip. It could be the Guardians. It could be the Twins. <laughs> the, the Guardian. I mean, let's go to the standings here real quick. Twins hold a game and a half lead after the tonight over the Guardians. Tigers, they're seven and a half back, but they're 46 and 57. They're done. I think, I mean, the Twins are four game over 500. It's crazy to say it, but they've been the most, I mean, uh, it's hard to believe. Like, I, I still would trust the Guardians, though, because of Francona. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it just, just, just doesn't seem like the Padres are going to get it together this year. Uh, we got our guy Tyler McGurk here, too. Today we got to say what's up to our guy T. We're talking about the Matt. We're talking about Astros and the Rangers there. He's just, I'm assuming he's talking about Baker and Bochi, the matchup there, uh, going at it. Dodgers, if the Dodgers do get Arenado, that changes everything. I mean, I don't – why would you give up Turner then to go get Arenado? That's the one thing where I'm, I would be a little confused at. Yeah. Uh, unless they just didn't want to pay out that money, I guess. Maybe they could split it with the Cardinals somehow. But I don't know. If they do do that, that would be a game changer. Yeah, it would definitely like push them even further in the – and that West gold glove winner. You have bets and you have Freeman to go with Arenado. Are yeah. you kidding me as your one, two, three, and you have Will, Will Smith, not the actor from fresh Pence. I know I one of Adam's favorite shows. They're not that one as well. Uh, all right. So we got the twins there. I, I actually kind of like Brian as well in that division with them. Let's go to the, the AL East. It's crazy to me, the standings in the AL East, the Yankees are in last place and they're six games over 500. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It's been a very loaded division this year. You got the Blue Jays, you got the Orioles, and the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they've all been good teams. Orioles, Orioles hold that game and a half lead. Right, the Blue Jays are five and a half back. Red Sox seven, Yankees eight. You mentioned the Orioles. So the Rays have been struggling. They're two two in their last eight. The Orioles are only five and five over their last ten games. Now, are you saying you want the Orioles to hang on? Like, if you had to put your money where your mouth is, what team would you actually pick to win that division? Money on the line. Are you really? Are you taking the Orioles? I thought the Rays peaked at the wrong time. Yeah. It was like April, May. I, I think that the Orioles are peaking at the right time. Um, let's go to the NL for just a second as well. So you got the Braves that have been they've been dominating the the, the NL East all all year long. The Phillies are starting to come up a little bit. The Brewers, I love my Brewers. You know that. The Brewers are the team I love the most in this league. The Dodgers now hold the three-game lead over the Giants. The Giants, I was like, oh, you know, they kind of, they're, they've been a weird team. Would they win seven in a row and then they lost like seven in a row? Something like that. It was like, it, and now they're kind of riding that wave again where they're starting to play a little bit better again. <laughs> well, it always helps when you play the A's. That's sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we can all agree the Yankees beat in last place is a very good thing. We that that we both clapped on multiple times on this show at seven fifty stretch. We've had Josh with us, but, uh, but, I, but I didn't think the Giants would be where they are right now. You thought like, they'd thought, be way worse? Yeah, I just because when we were talking about them at the beginning of the year, they just didn't nothing stood out on their team. So they've definitely been a big surprise this year. Well, let's see. We got them at. 56 and 47, they're three games out. Four, Arizona's four, San Diego 10. Brian, it seems, it seems like the D-backs are starting to fade. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I said they were, I, I said I feel like they were going to run out of steam eventually. 
because, I mean, Gallon's been struggling a little bit recently over his last couple starts. And when you depend on a rookie, I mean, it's hard to expect a rookie to play the whole season up to that level. But with that said, Johnson, they're only four out. The Giants call. Where it you, just seems like the Dodgers just have uh, they own that division or something. Oh yeah, they own everybody. Yeah. The Giants though play kind of well against the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, except when they play them in the playoffs. I well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they only played one time in like the last hundred years, and you got to take a cheap shot at them, Johnson. I like that. I respect that. <laughs> Even with them doing the all unite the Bay last night, A's and Giants, can we become? Are we friends now with the Giants? Now is that how it works? Is A's fans? Because <laughs> they're chanting "sell the team." Would you ever wear that split hat where it has the A's on one side and the Giants on the other? I agree. But Ryan McGurk used to say that that's a complete waste of time. Um, it's the worst hat that anybody's ever created. You could not have a split hat there with it. I'd be curious if Tyler uh, would wear it. Uh, <clears throat> I heard that teams are after Giants pitching. Should they be sellers or buyers? The, if you're the Giants, how can you not go for it? I mean, you're yeah, only, no, you, you're got, only you definitely got to be buyers. Yeah, they have to go for it. I mean, you're right there in the playoff mix. You have young players that could get the experience to do it. Yeah, you could get far on. The computer might say that you could get some good prospects for it, but no, you can't do this, especially with the Giants starting to fold like that. You might not win the division. And I would be highly doubtful if the Giants win the division here against the Dodgers. Um, I wouldn't even expect that to be the case. Uh, but I, mean, I don't even I mean, think Giants fans would expect You could still that. win the wild card. I would five games. Sorry, Dad. Well, you, well, you have to admit, Tyler, uh, Kershaw's your daddy. That was good, Tyler. That was good. Um, <laughs> the split hat is the dumbest thing ever. It really is. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me why you why you would ever do that to a fan base of all. But the Giants will be interesting, though, if they do make a, if they do anything. I don't think the Giants do anything in the deadline. If they do, it's just like a it's just like a basic reliever. I don't think they go for anybody uh, worth worth anything to to bring home. I just see Farham writing out his prospects. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel they're probably going to wait until the offseason and may, probably make a run at Otani for sure. How about your pods? I, I mean, man, they're just they're sinking like a stone. <laughs> <laughs> what is the imagery? I like it, Johnson. I like it. They are. Is Bob Melvin getting canned in the offseason, you think? I think they're going to. Goodbye, Bob. I, f- I feel like a blow-up's happening. <laughs> I mean, they – they keep saying that they're not for sale. And then you're like, well, maybe they are for sale. I don't know what's going on. Uh, with I, I, I agree with the guy we had on the, the fat boy fade away. He says, what What do you do at this point if you're the Padres? Well, that's not good if you're the GM and you're thinking that. I mean, this is what I'm, I mean. You just traded everything for Soto. For I mean, he's the one guy you would have to trade because he at least has some years under his belt. But then yeah. you, you trade for you have Bogarts now you have Machado that's basically your left side of the infield at this point for the next like five years. I don't know I I don't understand why you would just trade Soto he's one of the best players like one of the best hitters in the league too so I mean I know he's having a down year and then you have Snell maybe you trade Snell uh, maybe because he could get you the most back at this point I'm sure the Rangers would love a guy like like Snell yeah exactly Rangers trade for Snell. And they're World Series bound. You still got to get through the playoffs, buddy. 
who are they gonna give up? Like Adam, like that's the thing with me. Like I'm like, are they gonna give up Liner who struggled? Are they gonna give up uh, the other guy they drafted from Vanderbilt? Are they willing to give up? And they're not gonna trade Jung, obviously. You know what I mean? So like, I'm curious who the Rangers like. Do they just have another prospect out there that is good enough that they could sell the sell the uh, sell them on? I don't know. I I think the Padres though are gonna need a lot. That's gonna be the key. I'd be curious if they got Soto though. That would be an interesting thing for me with the Rangers as well. If they were yeah, man, their their offense would be loaded. They got. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they do something though. They always seem to make something happen though. Uh, the Rangers at the deadline. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, they have a deep farm system, so if they do and they're willing to trade it, then they probably could. They should have done it for Otani, but obviously they're not going to do it in division there at all. Um, all right, Johnson. Hey, as we move to the divisions here, keep going through it. The Reds. Do you think the Reds are going to overtake the Brewers? You think my Brewers are going to hang on there to the division? As you can see there, they got a they got a game and a half, uh, game and a half lead there over the Reds. Um, well, they they got that exciting player on the Reds, the guy, the guy that's uh, John Smith. <laughs> Not John Smith. No. Oh, there you go, Ella Dele Cruz, and there you go, right? Yes, you can say Dele Cruz, yes. There but I mean, but I mean, he's he's kind of the guy that stirs the drink for the for the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> he does stir the drink for it, but they're not going to beat out my Brewers. That's the team I've been calling out the whole year. Come on, Brewers. We got this. You can do this. We can hold there's, off there's, the division. There's, there's nothing like when the Brewers make the playoffs. Uh, well, there's a lot of better things than that. that what do you mean? You, you love the guy going down the slide? <laughs> like when CC Sabathia and they're in the playoffs. I just they thought are it was small, different. Dude. No, you're right. Like when a team like that, the Brewers aren't like one of the one of those teams that you like you that I've ever made the world series really uh, since 1982, we've been born. So uh, Adam brings up Bellinger here. Maybe that's a good little segue to what we were going to go to with one of my topics tonight was Bellinger. And like, is he back right now? Is he literally, yes. is, is this, is this the guy that we, is that from like four years ago where he was hitting 37, 45 home runs in his MVP season? And then he goes three seasons where he's hitting like absolutely nothing. What's he go? He goes back. Let's see the years, Brian. So he goes, starts out going 39, 25, 47. Those are the home runs. And then over the last three years, he goes 12, 10, 19. He's at 15 this year. But the most important thing isn't the home runs. It's the average. He went from 239, 165, 210, to now he's batting 312. And I think he's batting like almost like 250 off lefties this year, if not higher. He is the most intriguing team. If you're the Cubs to me, they are one of the more intriguing teams in this whole entire landscape because they have Stroman. They have Bellinger. They could trade to get, like, a lot back for. And Bellinger, obviously, the way he's hitting, could make a big difference in any playoff division race here or into, into the playoffs. I don't know. He To me, he's like – it'll be very interesting to see what happens with him. But do you think he's actually back now? Yeah, I mean the the way he's hitting right now. I mean, he just definitely seems seems that. <laughs> sure, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Stir stirs the drink and have it the, the Ace Cup. You gotta like that Ace Cup right there, Johnson. You gotta like the Ace Cup. J- just uh, for you, just for you, Adam. Yep. What do you think of Bellinger though? Yeah, I mean, I just think he's uh the way he's, he's hitting four four fifty seven batting average in July. I mean, man. Yeah, he's absolutely raking. He hit a big, he hit a home run last night a mile against the Cubs. 
they came back from five runs. The Cubs are on a six-game winning streak now, over 500 for the first time. Are they over or tied? I think they are. They're tied for the first time now. Uh, I think since May now they're at 500. They're only, they only sit five and a half games back. Me and that guy, Ryan, were talking about should they sell or not because he's a team. And I, we were talking a couple weeks back saying, no, they should not sell. You got to go for it. This division is definitely winnable as much as I believe in the Brewers. To me, when you're that that close to winning a division, Brian, you got to go for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because because the NL Central is wide open. I mean, anything could happen. When you don't all, trade your all, best player. Yeah, exactly. You can't trade him and give him to a contender like the Rangers or do something. You, do you trust the Cubs though? <laughs> It's hard to trust. It's hard to trust them, but the I mean, Cubs don't ever make. It seems like, other than the year they won the World Series, they always make kind of like some odd decisions at the deadline. Yeah, exactly, and they don't but, always but, make. But I mean, if he if he gets hot enough, they can rise up in the standings. And a lot of people thought he was doing marijuana during the. Remember that was that big deal because <laughs> of his eyes. I was I always thought that was funny with Bellinger there. Um, like I said, he's been absolutely raking for the Cubs. The Cubs, what a pickup for them. Uh, I just don't see how you get rid of him at this point. Maybe he likes it there enough where he stays with you uh, and seems like be a perfect hitter for that park. Uh, maybe he's found a home. Maybe he's back to MVP form. He's still a young enough player where he could be somewhat beneficial for you. So I don't see why you would do something like that if, uh, if I was the Cubs. And I'm certainly not trading Stroman as much as he got lit up the other day, too. You need pitching as well, but – I don't know. To me, it's kind of cool to see him kind of get back to MVP form a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, there's 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 nothing like it when the Cubs are winning. The what if you had the? Would you be excited about the Cubs Brewers NLCS, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. That that would be pretty crazy. Would you be a little excited? You don't sound like you'd be that excited. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it would be like maybe it would be like Cardinals uh, Brewers. All right, let's get to our question of the week here presented by Row One Brand. Use that code VSP15, get 15% off anything in the art gallery. All right, this is a good one, I think, for us. If any, uh, Adam, you're with us. Maybe Tyler, if you're with us, I'd love you to get your chime in with this. Uh, anybody else tuning in on the comments tomorrow, be sure to leave us a comment on it. Question of the week, Johnson. Start bench cut. I got three center fielders for you. I got Jim Edmonds, Andrew Jones, Carlos Beltran. So not an easy one. So who are you starting out of that three? Who are you cutting? And who are you uh, – or excuse me, who are you benching and who are you cutting? I'm going to start Carlos Beltran, and then I'm going to bench Andrew Jones and cut Jim Edmonds. You're going to cut Jim Edmonds. <laughs> it's a poor little Jim. All right, I, I think I would start Andrew Jones. I would bench Jim Edmonds. I mean, cut Carlos Beltran. I, <laughs> I know he—he he was a monster back. He in the was, day. he was that year for the Astros of the playoffs. Yeah, hey, I thought I thought he was good with the Mets too. He was damn good with the Mets, and he was damn good with the Royals. Edmonds was pretty good with the glove, though. Yeah, I, I just didn't like what kind of hitter he was compared to Andrew Jones or Carlos Beltran. Uh, Adams uh, cutting Edmonds as well. Uh, Maybe it's the Angels bias. That's right. <laughs> We're going Angels there. On, I don't know, Beltron. That's a, I thought that was a good one. I'd like to post that one. So Jones, I think most people would start Jones, though, but he, he, he doesn't have that many more home runs. When I look it up, he has 
So Andrew Jones hit, what was that? I thought it was kind of crazy. He ended up with, uh, Carlos Beltran ended up with 435 home runs uh, out of the mix. Andrew Jones ended up with 434, and uh, Edmonds ended with 393. So they were right around each other in the home run department as well. So I thought that was a good bench start and uh, cut question. Uh, kind of an interesting one as well. Uh, Brian, sleeper teams that could win the World Series. What do you got? I got to go in the end now. I'm going to go with the Phillies and the, the Reds. And then the, in the AL, I'm going to go with uh, the team that is in first. I would go with the Astros. And then I would go with uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays is an interesting one. To me, that's your real sleeper out of all those teams because they would absolutely have to come out of nowhere. I mean, right now, I, I right now I believe they would be in the playoffs at this point, but it'd be kind of like that Phillies run that last year to make it all the way to the World Series. But I can see that happening. I think that's a good yeah. call right there. I how about the Angels? We talked about them early. That'd be a sleeper team for sure. I like your Phillies pick. That's a good one too. Um, yeah, I mean, if Otani gets hot enough. Yeah, no doubt. Can we say the Giants are they? A, <laughs> no, <laughs> that sleeper team. Uh-huh. I, I think for me, it's it's the Reds. The Reds to see to have the most explosive like talent in a regard. You know what I mean? Which one? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Just for you, Adam. That's unnecessary. They won the World Series, right? They can't be a sleeper team. They can't be a. <laughs> yeah. The but you said that they hey, they can't be in first place, so the Astros aren't. All right, that's the case. They can't be in first place. There you go with that. Uh, I like your call on that one. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm not going to pick that. I'm not going to pick the Guardians. How about the A's? They, can they come back? Can they come back? <laughs> <laughs> the guard? Why not the Guardians? That's a sleeper I'd team. Say, I, I don't know. I just don't think they have enough offensively. Not going to be that much of a miracle. All right, yeah. these are the teams to me that could be game changers at the at the deadline: Angels, Padres, Cubs, Cardinals, Mets. They could all trade. They could all you know trade the biggest names. We talked about Arenado to the Dodgers possibly happening or something like that. That'd be interesting if that ever went down with it. You feel any one way or the other? If you had a hunch uh, what might happen with one of those teams, they, any one of the, the Angels said they're done. So if you had Padres, Cubs, Cardinals, Mets, there was talk tonight that Verlander might be involved in a trade. Maybe he goes to the Rangers. What do you think about that? What do you think about which, which I'm one definitely seeing the, the Cardinals could be sellers because they're just way out of it. And I mean, that would be an interesting. The Red Sox. The Red Sox would be an interesting one, but I like the Cardinals too. I don't think the the Cardinals though they always strike me as a team that's just going to stay in it. Oh really? Like, do when have, when in our lifetime have they ever really just like traded away everybody? Yeah, I don't, I don't mean everybody, but I mean maybe you could get some like really good prospects for Aradon. They get a trade like John Montgomery. Is that <laughs> John Montgomery? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Big John, <laughs> the lefty lefty. Because I don't think they're trading Goldschmidt. I don't think they're trading Aradon. I just don't believe it. I, I just there's no way that will happen. I would be absolutely stunned if they did something like that. Well, I think the Giants should trade for Tim Anderson from the White Sox. Yeah, because they that's something they would need in their lineup. They're, that's what they're lacking is that um, 
that that guy that you just go he he's 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 gonna be a good hitter for us they don't have anybody in there uh I think Tim Anderson also would be interesting because that would be a huge upgrade. I know Crawford's a fan favorite, but I think they could even move Anderson to second. I think they could move him around. I think he'd be an interesting call for the Giants if they could get something done with him. Give me Hicks. Yeah, Hicks would be a good call as well. Uh, I, I would. That would not be bad at all if you guys could get him. And the Giants, though, I think it'd be interesting if they could get him. Tim Anderson's been on fire since the All-Star break. I think the White Sox will try to unload him um, at the deadline. Yeah, because they're they've what what they're just going they're tanking right now. They are. I mean, they're going downhill yeah. as fast as anything. They might, and like I said, they already traded Giolito. They already traded Giolito today. So they're, yeah. you know, what I mean, there's a good chance they're going to trade even more guys uh, that might go on. I just think there's a good chance that 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 trade could happen. Uh, I'd be interesting. I got for a couple other trades that went down was Carlos Santano. He went to the Brewers. It's funny he's still playing. <laughs> yeah, no. He's been around forever, it feels like. And then, Brian, you said big trades yesterday. Rosario to the Do- uh, to the Dodgers for Syndergaard. For- I don't know. I remember, I remember the text Adam was like, what, what are the Angels thinking? <laughs> get four. Well, it wasn't even the Angels involved. It was the Dodgers in that one. Um, so those were a few trades that went down uh, yesterday with the hot stove and today. Now it's starting to heat up, Brian. Like I said, August first is the last day of the trade deadline, uh, and so we'll see if a few other a few other big moves are made. I feel like there is, like the Verlander one. The Mets to me are just, I don't know. I just feel like if you're the Mets, like, why not give up Scherzer? Why not trade Verlander? Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, somebody could use a veteran arm. Well, yeah, but why why keep them when your team is having such a bad year? Just reload. Baseball is such a weird sport. I mean, Mark Canna should be gone. Like they should be getting they should be getting all those guys. I know That's the home the home run derby hero. <laughs> one of the best, absolutely one of the best. All right, Johnson, what do you got for who's hot, and who's cold this week? I'm gonna go. Got, who's, I'm gonna go. go who's cold? I'm gonna go. The Chicago White Sox, they're tanking like a stone. <laughs> Their manager, I, I, they are not dead. The Mets are completely dead. They should be trading everyone. And I think you're right about the White Sox as well. They should be trying to trade almost anybody they can on their roster that can get something for because they need to kind of start over a little bit. As much as I love uh, myself, you know, Andrew Vaughn, of course, on the White Sox, their team, they're just not a good baseball team at this point. They don't hit very well. They don't pitch very well. They don't feel very well. They don't do anything very well. So uh, they need to definitely uh, move on uh, for sure. Uh, we got my guy Ryan checking in here. Ryan, what's up? Yes, your Cardinals did spank the Cardinals. And we were talking about your Cubs a little bit earlier. They were talking about your guy Bellinger a little bit here and making his case. Is he back as the MVP uh, a little bit? Brian, we were saying that we think Bellinger um, – is going to be back in form. It'll be interesting though if they ended up trading him. I don't think they will now that they're no, five and a half they, out. They they can't be sellers at this point. <clears throat> they <laughs> they can't be sellers now at all. No, and the no, fact no. that they're absolutely on fire right now, and you just can't do that to a team at the deadline. There, bring Ozzy back. <laughs> 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 he had a night for him. I saw that. 
The Cubs are on fire, Brian. That's the team that I'm just most interested with at the deadline here. But then they play the, you know, they're, like I said, they're only four back in the wild card as well. It'd be, it's like you said, it's kind of, it's kind of kind of fun when they're like in the, in the mix as well. Cause sometimes it feels like the Cubs are always in the dweller a little bit. They play the Cardinal, uh, they play the Cardinals uh, this weekend as well. Then they have a big series against the Reds. So we'll kind of find out a little bit about the Cubs here over the next six games. Yeah, exactly. We'll just see where they're at. Cody's back. They won't trade him. That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping, man, with the Cubs. We're hoping that they don't unload on him. We just feel like his numbers have been uh, too good for the too good for them to unload on him a little bit. And we talked about your Cubs too. We said uh, Brian, they've been absolutely on fire. So we'll see if they can pull it off a little bit. We were doing our hot and cold here, Brian, for the week. Uh, what what else did you have for cold, Brian? Um, I'm gonna go Just the White Sox. Cold. Yeah, the White Sox, and we definitely gotta go the yeah. A's. A's are starting to get cold again. How about Rob Manfred getting a four-year deal? Yeah. A four-year extension for Rob Manfred. How does he get a four-year extension? I know he's the worst baseball commissioner of all time. Ryan, thanks for tuning in. We did mention you. We shouted you out, you out a little bit a little bit earlier in the show. Had a, we had to bring up uh, what was a little rookie of the year reference referring to you a little bit, so you have to check it out a little bit later in the podcast. Pre- appreciate you tuning in, my man. Uh, saying what's up. Uh, enjoy your Cubs winning. All right, it's good. It's good to have baseball when you have a team you can like during the summer, right, Johnson? That's the best part about it. Uh, so you guys, you have a good one there, my friend. Um, all right, as we're wrapping up the show here, Brian, with winter for who's hot and who's cold. I got cold. Like I said, Rob Manfred. How do you get a four-year deal? How does that happen? How do you? How does this man get a four-year deal? I mean, everybody, no fans like him at all. But of course, the owners like him. He's, you know, he, he does all their dirty work, but he's terrible at it. He's awful at it. He can't speak. Well, he said the trophy was a what he said was a hunk of metal a few years back. Remember, he said that. I mean, how does he get a four-year deal? How does I don't understand that. I just don't get how. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it either. It just it's something that I I don't understand. Man, with the A's, with the situation that's going on right now, too, it hits home even more. Like, what are we doing? This guy is a loser. Why are we keeping him? Yes, it is pathetic. pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. He should not be getting a four-year deal, and he's not even. He's just not good. He doesn't care. That's the thing I get with him. I don't know. I thought. Yeah, I mean, he just seems like Odell looked like the best commissioner in the league. Yeah, exactly. It just seems like one of those rich guys that just doesn't care. Uh, yeah, but he, <laughs> he's that. I remember, remember during the lockout, my favorite part was him at, with that picture with him having the golf swing. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, the, favorite, the practice swing there. So, anyways, that's a cold of the week is him getting uh, that for sure. Uh, Tatis Jr., we talked about the Padres. Five for his last 28, two runs, zero home runs, and one RBI batting. 179 Johnson over the last that, that, that contract he signed is looking really huge right now. Yeah, not good, not pitching well, not doing well at all. Uh, I said they, I also had for some hot this week. I got uh, sorry, the Astro Kyle Tucker, nine runs, four home runs, seven RBIs, absolutely on fire. His boy Nico Horner from the Cubs, nine for 22, six runs, one stolen base. Three RBIs, four stolen bases, batting 348, absolutely on fire. Freddie Freeman on fire. Glanslow looks like he might be back a little bit. Johnson as well. Devin Williams for the Padres. A's, Giants, boycott. I liked it. What do you think? Yeah, it was cool. And everybody was saying sell the team. 
chant, man. I mean, yeah, hopefully those, hopefully it works. I highly doubt it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we can hope for. It. Um, you got any other hot or colds this week? Yeah, for the hot, I gotta go with the Dodgers. They're they're getting hot at the right time again. The Dodgers are definitely getting hot, hot at the right time. A Rosa Rain, I had to add him to the cold list as well. Johnson, two for his last twenty-four. Uh, I would say not to be very good in that department. So struggling just a little bit. Um, so those was so those are hot in the cold of the week. Um, Corey Seager was in Fuego before the latest injury. He is he he's he's a conundrum. Johnson, can he stay healthy? It always has been the case with Seager a little bit. Can he be healthy? It's, it sounds like he's going to be back pretty soon. So, hey, you know a guy I forgot about at shortstop that the A's had was I don't know why it came up because Corey Seager kind of remind you know because he had his brother you know the guy from the Mariners too. What was his first name? But anyways, the third baseman there, Kyle Seager, I think it was. Yeah. Um, do you remember the A's had Stephen Drew at shortstop? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that they, he was supposed to be like the next big prospect. I think he was yeah, on the Z backs, right? Yeah, and then the A's ended up trading for it. <laughs> he was, I just he remember that they just did not pan out. <laughs> Stephen Drew, what a name! I thought that was one uh, that we could for sure. So yeah, those are some good calls on hot and cold this week. Uh, the Orioles continue to hold off the Rays. The Rangers, I think, yesterday's performance. We'll see how they do this week's Adams Adams Rangers here to hold it off. Uh, the show Johnson. Any last thoughts on uh, you joining seventh inning stretch this week? How did you like talking a little baseball? I liked a lot, and I'm just going to tell Adam just keep the positivity with the Rangers. <laughs> the positivity. Does he need a clicker? Does he need the clicker during stressful innings? Does that relieve the stress? Is that I'll, I'll, I'll mail the, the clicker. That's the big deal. <laughs> Johnson, <laughs> I appreciate you joining me on short notice tonight on seventh inning stretch. Appreciate no my guys, uh, Adam, Tyler, Ryan, tuning in, checking in with the comments. Always fun having you guys check in. Brian, Mark, Lepke. Yes. Adam, yeah, what would hey, be your all-time? Hey, if, 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 the, if the Braves had won the 1991 World Series, he would have been World Series MVP. You Will you die on that hill? <laughs> Johnson's gonna die on that hill. All-time second baseman Mark Lepke. I wonder if you pulled like twenty thousand baseball fans and they weren't like his brother or sister. How many people? Would that, how many people would say Mark Lepke? You, you might be the only one. I feel like there's a chance there might be somebody else like you. I, I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just. I, actually I mean, I, I could have went. I could have went home or went Mark Ellis. <laughs> Bucket left me was much better. She had to go A's. How about Ray Durham? That one year they had him. He was a good player. We had him for a little bit from the White Sox. <laughs> and then he went to what team, Brian? What team did he go the to? San Francisco Giants. Good knowledge. It's great knowledge right there. Um, are you still doing that immaculate grid trying to get your knowledge up on the on the, on the teams? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look forward to your NBA fact of the week this week, Johnson. I'm gonna, I pick, I'm gonna pick a guy that I can actually pronounce his last name. Yeah, I love. Make sure you don't just spell his name out for me. Make sure you can <laughs> say it. That's the that's the important part. Uh, you gotta be able to do that. All right, Johnson. Seventh inning stretch. That was fun tonight. Like I said, Adam, thanks for commenting, man. We appreciate it. It makes the show fun there uh, as well. 
Tyler, thanks for tuning in. Ryan, thanks for tuning in. Anybody else that checked out the show tonight or is going to check it out tomorrow, we appreciate it. Make sure to check out Variety Sports Network. We're trying to do a lot of big things there, Brian. We're doing this. We're going to do Talk on the Gridiron, right? So, me and yeah. you do Fat Boy Fadeaway. You know, we just want to give you as much content as possible. Be sure We'll be back next week. I'm sure Josh Edwards will be back next week as well. He had a busy week working this week. Brian, he had a baby not too long ago as well. So, the man's probably fatigued as can be. So, yeah. jo- uh, Josh, look forward to seeing you back next week, my friend. For Brian Johnson, I'm Darren Breyer. Brian, peace. Peace. This is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show right here on the Variety Sports Network.